welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Cooperative Bank Podcast. Have you organised an event to raise money for charity this year? Maybe you've sponsored someone to help raise funds. Either way, many of us are helping to make a positive difference to someone's life. Daryl Evans, Helen Brown and Andrew Staverdale are three of the many colleagues from the Cooperative Bank who are taking part in the Stay Up event this October, raising funds and awareness for the Centrepoint charity. I started by asking Daryl Evans why was the Centrepoint charity a choice for the Cooperative Bank? We've actually been a charity partner with Centrepoint since 2017. The way that we chose Centrepoint, we just we asked our customers about the issues you know, in society that were important to them. And tackling homelessness was one of those main things that our customers were really concerned about. So we looked around and thought, you know, there's a number of charity partners you could you could work with from a homelessness point of view. And Centrepoint, we're just moving into Greater Manchester at the time, actually. And we thought actually making a, an impact in the location, you know, where we're where we're based working with uh, a charity that's dear to our customers' hearts sort of ticked all those boxes. So, so yeah, that's why Centrepoint were chosen. Previously, the bank has supported Sleep Out fundraisers together with Centrepoint. It was a fundraising event where you just slept out. This year, though, name of the fundraiser is Stay Up. Can you tell us a bit about what exactly is Stay Up? Yeah, like you say, Sleep Out is what Centrepoint have run in the past and the bank has supported Sleep Out. Obviously, given the uh, the COVID restrictions, we can't all sort of nestle up in sleeping blankets next to each other. So I think it's a great initiative that Centrepoint have come up with to uh, to replace that. And uh, and that is literally staying up all night. Bring into to your mind how a homeless person might actually feel because through my conversations with various people at Centrepoint and some of the stories that I hear, some of these young people literally just roam the streets all night because they're actually scared to, to try and go to sleep, whether that be in a doorway or whatever. So they are staying awake all night. In your own little way and in my little way, staying up is sort of replicating what a homeless person does. You know, So staying up through, through the whole night is what stay up is all about. One of the great things with this, Daryl, is it's not just the money that's been raised here. It's bringing a focus to people who are homeless, isn't it? It's, it's putting a spotlight on them and saying something needs to be done, not just by us. Absolutely. And it does need, need to be done. There's lots of reasons why these young people become homeless. These young people have a lot to offer to the society through the work that Centrepoint do, helping these young people back on their feet, allowing them to get a part back in society, I think is really, really important. In our stay up activity, it means that we can play our part in making that happen. Let's cut to the chase, Daryl. What specifically are you going to be doing for stay up? I struggle if I don't get eight hours. So staying up (laughs) night is going to be huge. So I'm looking forward to getting involved with all the activities that people have got lined up uh, during the evening. I will be glued to my screen, no doubt, for most of the hours during the night, uh, getting involved in those activities and being part of that. I'm personally tapping into all of my networks that I have are trying to raise as much money as I can and you know if there's anybody out there that's raising money a couple of tips one scour your network as far as wide as you can ask people and explain why you're doing this and the importance of this to society as a a whole Um, two once you've asked ask again 
once you've asked again, ask again. You know, it takes about three times for people to donate. Don't be shy of asking those three times. I started a week and a half ago and I've raised £1,500 to date. I haven't set myself a target because I just want to raise as much as possible before the 8th of October comes. That is a fantastic start to the proceedings already. I love your your second point about ask, ask, and then ask again, because I have to admit I'm guilty of going, yes, yes, I'll I'll donate to a fundraiser. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't matter how big or small, it all mounts up quite quickly. It's great to see the enthusiasm from people who want to get involved and all the activities that are going to be arranged, whether it be the quiz stuff or whatever that I can engage in and, and be part of. So from a personal point of view, I'm looking forward to doing some of those things as well. Sticking with that personal feeling, how are you feeling personally about this challenge? You know what, Paul? I'm determined. That's that's how I feel. It should be easy to stay out for one night, shouldn't it? You know, determined is the best way to describe it. Helen Brown is a cyclist and she's decided to put her skills and experience to good use for the Stay Up event. I will be cycling from the Nottingham branch to my home branch in Leicester, a little bit under 30 miles. It felt a long way when I did a marathon a few years ago, but I'd done a couple of 20 mile rides. They haven't felt too bad, so I'm feeling quietly confident. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant you're doing this, raising money for Centrepoint. What are the downsides to cycling such a long way? Well, to put it bluntly, a sore bottom. (laughs) That's the downside. That's the only downside, really, because your legs aren't going to hurt. You're just pedalling. I've bought some specialist cycling shorts, so hopefully that will help. Well, obviously, we're doing the Stay Up, Stay Active for Centrepoint. Most branches are bringing in a exercise bike into the branch to get their miles in that way, but we don't have that much space in the branch and I very idly mentioned I cycle to work so how about I do a sponsored cycle and to try to raise money for Centrepoints obviously a, a very good charity to raise money for. Uh, we do have a few homeless customers that come into the branch and a few of them fit into the age range that Centrepoint help as well so it's it's nice to know that what I'm doing might have some kind of a an input in the lives of those customers. What have your friends and, and family have said to you when you said, I'm going to do a 30 mile bike ride for charity? Well, considering my daily commute is a little under three miles, until recently that is the furthest I had gone on my bike. They've all said, are you mad? Every single one of them, friends and colleagues and family. <laughs> <laughs> You're riding 30 miles from point A to point B. I am. How, how are you getting back? <laughs> Well, my long-suffering husband is driving me out to Nottingham and then he is going to meet me at several points along the way to A, take some photos so I can put a blog up and B, to make sure that I'm safe. So he's taking me to Nottingham and I'm getting to Leicester. Obviously, Centrepoint helps homeless young people. And I was quite surprised the other day to notice that in Leicester, only four out of something like 500 people who'd contacted Centrepoint were actually deemed to be legally entitled to help from the council. That was a bit of a shock. If we can help homeless people, all the better, especially in this current climate where there's not maybe not as much giving as necessarily normally would be. There are many colleagues at the Cooperative Bank who are taking part in Stay Up for Centrepoint in all sorts of ways. 
Andrew Staverdale is another of the more unusual ones. I'm not sure if it was a sensible idea, but I've decided to do an all-night quiz for Stay Up This Year. And it comes about really because I've been involved with Centrepoint in, in one way or another now for a number of years. About three years ago, I started doing quizzes at the local bar for colleagues and friends and just raising a few quid, really. And then when lockdown came along, I ran a couple of online quizzes which are very strange things because you sit in front of a camera in your house and then hope that people are watching and you ramble on at them for an hour and a half. And so I decided an all-night quiz sounded like, well, just a step forward from doing one for an hour instead. Why would anybody want to be up at three in the morning and asking questions? I think the preparation is obviously technical in as much as I've got to find myself 12 hours worth of quiz questions and to be honest that's actually not very difficult you can go online you can read a book you can just think about the news over the past six months and you could come up with the questions I also tend to do crazy things like dressing up or putting on some makeup or colouring my hair an interesting colour I'm currently sporting a Mohican in readiness for the uh, all night quiz because I felt that was appropriate (laughs) (laughs) fantastic Obviously, a great visual element to this quiz that you're preparing as well, then. Oh, yes, yes. I will be doing costume changes. I'm clearly a bit of a showman at times. Those who are listening who know me um, (laughs) will probably vouch for the fact that, yeah, I am definitely slightly bonkers. I I blame my father for that. So, Andrew, aren't you the least bit anxious? I I know you've done the quizzes before, but you've not done one this long before. Oh, I'm scared to death. Do you know what? I'm scared that it won't be as successful as I want it to be. And the success comes from it generating the donations from the the wonderful, generous people that will look in and uh, put a pound in the bucket, as we would call it. Because at the end of the day, me having 12 hours of fun and then staying awake the next day and, and trying to look like I know what I'm doing... Well, that's, that's all good for me, but I am passionate about the work that Centrepoint do. But, Andrew, haven't you got, like, the whole world that potentially could join in with this? So, it really, three o'clock in the morning doesn't mean anything, does it, from a world exactly. perspective? Exactly, yeah. Because at three in the morning, we can get America online and get them, you know, it's a nice time of evening for them. So, And then another couple of hours later, we've got the, uh, the eastern side of the world are waking up and coming to life. So, yeah, no reason at all why we shouldn't be getting people involved everywhere. I've got friends in Australia and I'll be trying to persuade them to uh, connect at the right time of day or night. If you'd like to contribute to the Stay Up event and help the Cooperative Bank raise much-needed funds for Centrepoint then have a look at the details accompanying this podcast. Finally, though, I asked Daryl, Helen and Andrew what they hope others will take away from this important event. I want people to really understand why we're doing this, understand, you know, that... There are a lot of young homeless people out there. 110,000 young people in the UK present to their local council as being homeless or as being risk of homeless every single year. I mean, that's staggering, 110,000 every year. And I want people to understand that. And then, you know, if they can take anything away from this, what part can they play? You know, not everybody can donate money. People can uh, help in lots of different ways, whether it's, you know, on the night providing activities like some people are doing, whether it's the ongoing support that we provide to Centrepoint. There's lots of different ways to get involved. You know, I'd encourage people to to really understand what's going on across our country. If they could take anything away, have a think about 
what could they do personally to get involved, whether it be now or in the future. Even just the small things that you can do to help a charity, especially like, I know I keep repeating it, but at this time there is a drop in charitable giving across the board, not just to homeless charities. And um, yeah, just even just the smallest actions, you don't have to get on a bike and ride 30 miles to raise money or give money. Um, Even if it's just a couple of pounds instead of having a coffee in the morning, I hope that people will see that they, they can make a difference, even if it is just a small action that they're doing to help a charity that means something to them. So the message for me definitely is one of, you know, this is not the only time to support Centrepoint. And please do keep doing the things that people do. Those people who support Centrepoint do it all the time. We know that. And this is a moment in time that will make a big difference. But don't give up at that point, really. Don't forget, you can subscribe to our podcast channel and be one of the first to know when new episodes are available. The Cooperative Bank podcast for people with purpose.